After Isildur's defeat, Talion releases Isildur to stop Celebrimbor from dominating him, whereupon Celebrimbor reveals his true intentions to dominate Sauron. Eventually, Talion is betrayed by Celebrimbor and Eltariel, who then wears the new ring while they go to Barad-dûr to confront Sauron. The new ring is last seen sitting atop Barad-dûr beneath the lidless eye, cut from Eltariel's hand. I really like the <laughs> double mention of dominating in that one, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that was what drew me to it. Speak, friend, and enter to yet another episode of Margaret Thatcher Templar Spy, the podcast where we dive into the forgotten lore of franchises and fan wikis the internet over. It's a very special episode today as we quest into the world of Tolkien and Lord of the Rings with our very own gardener guide to take us there and back again. I'm the overly precious bling thing, James Law, joined by my co-host, the fiery nose at the top of the tower, Joel Franey. And today, we have our very first special guest, professional Ooh. writer and probably 13 dwarves in a trench coat, Ben Sledge, who has prepared all manner of tidbits and topics on Tolkien's storied world. Hello, Ben. Hi. How's it going? I'm good. You discussing Sauron dominating Isildur or, or something like that. Yeah, pretty much. A lot of dominating all around. Was was that yeah, a fan so... fiction thing? Actually, I think I do remember this. This was this was the well, from second... fan fiction or from <laughs> that. No, I, I avoid fan fiction for my own sanity. But this was the second Shadow of War game, right? Shadow of War. Yeah, there's a. It's it's dominating with a capital B. Uh, one of the. The skills, that sounds exciting. Skills and/or abilities you can use in the oh. game. Um, what does it do? Well, dominating allows you to kind of take control of orcs or other beings. Ah. Uh, you mostly use it to get orcs under your control and then send them to fight other orcs. But yeah, yes, it was, it was so, the brainwashing mechanic. Yeah, brainwashing. Oh, very cute. So yeah, what's your so your experience with Lord of the Rings, Ben, is far outstrips uh, Joel's and definitely outstrips mine. So, I mean, as far as I'm aware, you have like twelve thousand Lord of the Rings tattoos. You watch the movies every evening before you go to sleep <laughs> and every morning when you wake up. Yes. So you're the perfect person to come on and tell us what ridiculous shit Tolkien decided to do with his life. All of that is one hundred percent correct. I need to actually thank you because we knew for a while that we were going to have to do this episode because you can't <laughs> really do a, a law-focused podcast without doing Tolkien sooner or later. And we were both kind of dreading it. So the fact that you've come in and are basically doing it for us is is really good. Weight off our shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Tolkien law, I was saying this to you before the podcast, It it's dense. There's a lot of it. I have not read it all. There's like 12 history books of Middle-earth oh, that are like, uh, they were written by Tolkien's son, Christopher Tolkien, and are kind of close readings of his notes and letters and scribbles in margins to try to Jesus understand Christ. more about the world. <laughs> That's, that's so intense. I don't and know that, if that would improve the reading experience. I'd know that more. That is considered but I don't know if canon. I'd be having more fun. <laughs> yeah, it, they're not great to read. I've not read all of them. Um, and, and for that reason, the the main focus of the podcast is going to be quite uh, niche. Not niche, but narrowed down. I think that's fair. Yeah. Like, uh, most people will have seen the films. And we'll know those, and you know, so there's no point sort of going. We're over not expecting the... to also go <laughs> read out 13 <laughs> volumes of yeah, Tolkien's no. notes in margins written by his son. I mean, you can say it, but we will edit it out because <laughs> <laughs> I, I tried reading Fellowship, and I'm gonna really like discredit myself. I couldn't get through it. I, uh, I actually got in an argument with someone with the other day. Because I was saying that the Tom Bombadil sequence was <laughs> fucking excruciating. Tom <laughs> Bombadil just... is stupid and great. Who Were is they... Tom Bombadil? It, they just stop in a forest in the middle of the quest <laughs> and just talk to this flouncy spirit thing called Tom Bombadil for like 50 pages and nothing <laughs> happens. 
Is so, that... like, I guess that, that makes sense in the context of, like, if it's a real adventure, maybe that's something that adventurers would do. Uh, yeah, but it but doesn't make for a great a story, reading experience. <laughs> yeah, in the context of a story, it's something that, you know, maybe you'd skip just as you'd skip, like... I'm not know... reading this for, like, Frodo's gap year. I'm, I'm hoping <laughs> for an actual quest. Yeah, like, you don't hear about every time Frodo, like, uses the toilet and the specificity <laughs> yeah. of his bowel movements, right? Like, it's the sort of thing you skip. Wasn't Tom Bobbitt, wasn't he a... Like a powerful spirit or or something. He was like a... Oh, maybe I'm getting this wrong. We don't was, know. He, yeah, he was like a big deal, but it <laughs> Pe- wasn't clear people, what he was, right? People really think he's God. Like, oh. like capital G, God. <laughs> right. who, is, who has a an elvish name, Iluvatar, I believe it is. Uh, okay. And created everything. And, and and then he just hangs out in forests. And yeah, he just chills whimsical. the fuck out. Wouldn't God pick a better name for himself than Bombadil? Yeah, uh, he's got a great song though. Oh, okay. Where he just Does sings, he? "Oh, Tom Bombadil, Tom Bombadillo," and then just, I guess that that's a good name. That it oh my! Off the tongue my jacket's blue and my boots are yellow. D- <laughs> Dillo yellow doesn't really rhyme, but. So it's not that good a song. <laughs> my jacket's blue and my boots. Sounds like together. sounds like a drunk gnome in a fairy story. <laughs> yeah, that that's his vibes, pretty much exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe, maybe I've enjoyed reading that Bible. Yeah. So, in an effort to stay away from the parts where it's you know Tom Bombadil or Tolkien listing hundreds of names for pages on end to say like ah. Aragorn is related to Arathorn, who is related to... Da, 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 da. Uh, yeah. We're going to focus on, on the rings. Okay, from, I like the rings. From the, the title. Yeah, the, so I, were... the only one I really know about is the is the big one, right? The not It's not even that big, but the, the one that is the main <laughs> focus that they throw into the fire. But there Spoilers. are like a bunch. Yes. That, like, Sa- Sauron, Sauron makes them and, and gives them to like all the leaders of the other races, right? Am I getting that wrong? Yeah, that that is the the general uh, gist of it. So um, there are twenty rings in all rings of Jesus power. Christ. They're known as uh, until Shadow of War came along, but we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> God, <laughs> I, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so what happened was uh, the elves. You've got to start with a bit of the like heavy lore. The elves live in a place called Valinor in the east and right. half of them sailed over to middle earth which is where all of the lord of the rings is set oh so middle earth is a like a continent or a country or a... yeah it's it is the the western edge of a larger plane you don't know what okay. happens to the east or the south right. really uh, and then it's sea to the west gotcha. okay so the elves live the elves came from the east and like some of them still live there, some of them live in Middle Earth now. They're colonialists. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, they they kind of are colonialists. Um, and the elves, the elves were getting a bit bored in Middle Earth. A little, bit, some of them. There's there's so many uh, different races who split up off from one another, and uh, they become your basic kind of wood elves, high elves. There's kind oh, kind right, okay, of a different. dark elves, you know that kind different, of high like, fantasy. Flavors. Yeah, uh, but they've got all got very elven names like Noldor and stuff that, like that. That's where that is the classic like fantasy elf trinity, isn't it? Yeah, snob elf, nature elf, and the scary one. <laughs> yeah, but the elves in Middle Earth, some of them were getting a bit bored because where they came from, Valinor, it's it's essentially heaven. It's populated by elves and Maiar and they're kind of angels and gods. Oh, I see. Uh, so Why'd they go? There was a civil war. Ah, uh, right. Okay, fair, fair. Um, there's kind of prizes on the line. Uh, Silmarils are involved, which are great, beautiful gems. Uh, uh, it's always the bloody gems. That Sauron's boss stole. Sauron has a boss? Oh, yeah. Sauron's the right-hand guy. Oh, but wow. this this okay. is the deep law we are not sorry not yeah, dealing I'm, I'm, with that that really undercuts lord <laughs> of the rings though that he wasn't the supreme evil it's like no he's just a middle manager <laughs> yeah he he really is um 
<laughs> I just had an image of them like throwing the fire, watching the tower collapse, and then turning around, seeing another bigger tower, <laughs> like looking down. Ah, oh, shit. Um, yeah. By this time, Sauron's boss has been banished from the universe. Oh, that's good. Uh, through a hole in the stars, so it's fine. That's all right. Um, <laughs> but the el the elves who have left heaven are like, we kind of want a bit of heaven here. You know, in Middle Earth, we don't want to go yeah. back, but yeah. heaven is a place on <laughs> exactly. I like who doesn't. Um, and Sauron, who is is floating about, notices this, and as a powerful being, he is one of the Maiar. He's a Maiar, and a Maiar they're like the gods from from the uh, the elves. They're, like... they're kind of like angels. There are gods sort above of. them, but they're powerful. Okay, powerful fuckers, and <laughs> Gandalf is also a Maiar. Oh, is he? I thought he was just a wizard. Uh, yeah, a bit interchangeable. <laughs> is that is that why he comes back after getting um, shanked by the what was it called? The Balrog, Balrog. of Morgoth. Uh, yes, pre- pretty much. He he has been he sent to Middle Earth to do a job, being. and then he didn't do that <laughs> job, and they were like, "Go back." You looking for time yeah. off, no, mate. <laughs> yeah. mate? You have not you finished this there job. And give that really yeah, kicking. Yeah. Get on with it, mate. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we, we've we've gone through a bit of boring lore of how the elves came over and what they were wanting. And now Sauron is lurking about in the disguise of Anatar. Okay. Um, so this is... So so Sauron didn't look like the big, scary, like, Darth Vader knight when, when he was doing the dealings before. I mean, he never really looked like that, but no. Is that just what oh, he looks okay. like in, like, Gandalf's brain or something like that? In Peter Jackson's brain. Ah. Um, <laughs> so was, was there never a was there never a physical description for Sarah? There was very little. That was one thing that Tolkien was very kind of. Let's leave this to your imagination. Oh, okay. That I guess that makes That's very sense tough to like pure... do that in film form. Yeah, to be fair. yeah. He's, if, if he's pure evil, I... then I guess you can make him like just say, you know what, he looks like what you think pure evil looks yeah. like. Yeah, but but back in the day, he. He looked like an elf, kind of. He, he can... Uh, what is the word for, like, transforming? You know, uh, he can shapeshift. That is the oh. word. Oh. Yeah, so that that's handy. And he's <laughs> yeah. he's very persuasive, a bit of a, a, a whisperer, a tinkerer in the... Oh, a bit of a used car salesman. Yeah. <laughs> he's a, a used ring <laughs> that's salesman. That's a lot less cool. <laughs> Lovely rings for you, second hand. He just opens Le- his trench coat and he's ten... got like loads of rings in it. Less than 10,000 years on them. You'll love them. Yeah, he doesn't create the rings, but he teaches the elves how to. Uh, okay. Using his powers, you know, powers they would not have been able to access. Right. Oh, so he gave them like the blueprints or the tech or yeah. the, the knowledge on how to put them together. Um, and then sat back going, oh, I bet this is going to go well for them. <laughs> Tee-hee. Yeah, precisely. Um, so they made uh, 16 of the rings. Uh, so that is the nine that eventually ended up with the men and the seven that ended up with the dwarves. Wait, I thought the elves got them. Yeah, the elves are just keeping them. They're rings of power. Oh. Uh, and then Sauron is like, nah, that's enough rings. I want them now. <laughs> and he steals them. Why does he want them? Because they're rings of power. He's He's got 19 or 16... <laughs> 16 proposals. <laughs> and, his pay, and his paycheck from Uber, evil boss, doesn't go that hard. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was always his plan to steal the rings and okay. use, use so them the, for So this own. is like a massive booby trap kind of, I've played you. Yeah, Man. yeah, and he, he eventually succeeds in getting them. You know, he invades uh, a, a region, which is, I think, how you pronounce it, which is where the elves what, that live. book about the kid with the dragon? Yeah, that was shit. Man. <laughs> the joke or the book? <laughs> no, the book. <laughs> Bo- Ab- both are true, uh, but... Uh, absolutely the book. I loved that as a kid. Never finished it. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, They've got 16 of the rings and an elf called Celebrimbor makes three more on the sly that Sauron doesn't know about. Ooh, naughty. Mm. 
so once Sauron... I don't know about that. Sauron... How do you do that? So you already have the knowledge from Sauron. So well, yeah, he's like... been taught, but everything else is kind of done under Sauron's watchful eye uh, or right. whatever. So he's snuck off like behind the behind the shed and done it. Yeah. So it's it's like um, the knockoff version of a designer bag or sunglasses. Yeah, precisely. Like them. Um... If you look at the side, the logo says Rouse on. <laughs> they make the. Uh, it's basically the, the same. Football it shirts, good, but half the, the price. football shirts in China yeah. that like the factory stays producing them for an hour more than they're meant to every day, and then sells them for like a fiver. <laughs> it's, it's that kind of thing. Oh. Yeah. You know, this makes Middle Earth so much easier to understand <laughs> when you make these real-world comparisons. At this point, Sauron distributed the rings, nine to men, the king, kings of men, and the rings of power gave them the ability to influence people's will. Right. It's kind of a low-key version of what Sauron can do. Okay, so oh, so it's like a, it's a plus five to charisma when you wear the yeah. ring. What okay. what they didn't know can... is that Sauron had forged his own ring. Ooh, I'm very sneaky. Sure, you know about this plus one. Plus ten. Is this, the, is this that? Plus ten to charisma. <laughs> is this the uh, the big one? The uh, the the uh, the one. The one ring. Yes. No, James. It's an entirely unrelated ring. <laughs> he dropped that. He dropped that in the volcano <laughs> immediately after making it by accident. Went, ah, oh, shit! I better make a new one. So he, so I, I thought Sauron couldn't couldn't do it. I thought he didn't want to make the rings. He had to make the elves do it. No, he he could do it. Uh, it's just well, he just didn't feel like it. <laughs> I guess they're less suspicious if you make them yourself rather than him just like giving them to you. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. all all a part of his wily ways. Oh, that's true. So he he stole the rings from the elves, gave them to the humans, and then had a ring for himself that he's like, this means that I'm like the boss. Is that right? Yeah, the, it's it, it can it controls the others, right? Like all the people. Yeah, wearing. the magic in his ring controls the others. But not the elves, presumably, because they made their own ones in secret. Yes, I believe it's it's mostly because they made their own, but also because elves are kind of more powerful than humans, more resistant, a bit magical. Oh, how nice for them! Yeah, um, so perfect. So these these kings were absolutely gassed. They are. They were. They were powerful. They had long life, but slowly they started to be feel worn out. And over the course of about five hundred years, they turned into wraiths. Oh, okay. We've seen them, right? They're the they're the scary yes, ghosts. They're men. the they're the hooded riders. The Nazgul eventually. Eventually, aren't yeah, they? Or yeah. Am I getting that wrong? Absolutely right. Is one of them also the Did the, the scary man with the helmet? Yes, not. yes, he is. Okay. The leader, the Witch King. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he's the one who gets killed by misogyny. Yeah. Oh, congrats. What about the dwarves? Because they got rings as well, didn't they? They lost them. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> well, that's a kink in the plan, isn't it? So, so they didn't get controlled I've by Sauron. Them these corrupting they... rings of power that will give them. Oh, we've uh, lost them. Fallen by a sofa somewhere. Like, I don't know. I'm not digging through there. Four oh. were taken by dragons. <laughs> Just because they're shiny. Yeah. Could they? Could he, could he control the dragons? Or is no, that noise? No. I mean, I mean dragons oh, don't really have fingers. That's such a shame. No. I thought the rings could like change I, size. I, I, your I, finger. I mean, if, if you go to like, like a, a jewel. Probably not to a fucking life bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you get to reforge it. But Sauron's busy I, these days. I'm very disappointed he couldn't control dragons. I would. That would have been pretty metal to see wraith dragons on his arm. I know they've got the... The thing that the Nazgul sits yeah, on. Yeah, the fell beasts. So it's not. It's not quite the same, no, is it? A bit like a, He's like... already pretty OP, though. So. Well, he might as well go all yeah. in. He he tried to recruit Smaug. Oh really? Did yeah, he? Yeah, but that's a that's a very much p- persuading him to fight for them, or you know, Smaug doesn't pick a side. So just persuading him that oh, those those men, those elves, they're they're coming to get you. Or yeah, I assume. You know, to try it. <laughs> was this, was this why he goes and burns down the, the mountain and like steals all the dwarf? No, is that, just that, him? that is. Is that just him and his own <laughs> yeah. like, things? That's yeah. just for fun. Um, but the dwarves who who win at the end of the Hobbit then have to fight Sauron's forces 
between oh the time gosh. of The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings and Sauron's forces are. I mean, at least they've got the money to, like, you know, pay for that <laughs> siege. Yeah, uh, you don't you don't find out a lot about it, but it is kind of vital to stopping the men of the East from coming into battle and ultimately winning the whole they, war. The dwarves really don't have much of a presence in the in the films, at least. Uh, There's Gimli, and that's basically it. Yeah, they don't in the books. Gimli is a bit of a non-character. I, I feel that's a shame, because I always like the dwarves just generally more than elves. Elves seem very, you know, holier than thou and a bit too perfect. Yeah, I'm, I'm with dwarves, you. Dwarves I can get along with. Drinkers, eaters, <laughs> like to hit things, like to crew money. Don't we all? <laughs> yeah, Gimli's the only one. Although, Gloin, Gimli's dad is something like the 40th most mentioned character in the Lord of the Rings books. Wasn't it Dis- just because he's Gimli, really? son of Gloin, and they yeah. keep on saying that? Yeah. <laughs> Despite the fact he features in one I scene. Yeah. I, I don't know if I call that, like, actually, you know, that's not having a presence it's in that the story. It's that dwarf representation. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like saying, oh yeah, there's a really popular character in Lord of the Rings, the. There's this character called the that they keep mentioning. Yeah. But the the rings, that's what basically happened to them. The three secret ones were distributed to the elves. And so are, are, okay. they, are they like, what, what do they actually do? Because in the films, I don't remember seeing them at all. Like any other rings well, it's in, apart they, from... The ring, the one ring makes you invisible. But doesn't it do different things for each person or not? Yeah, I presume you, I presume you can do more if you know how to yeah, use it. Yeah, it, it scales to your power. Because oh, so, right. Frodo's so, like, a hobbit. Uh, Hobbits have a, an innate skill of hiding. It's not a very good um, skill, but they can avoid being seen. Oh, I didn't realise that was why it, it made him It vanish. amplifies that. Uh, whereas Sauron is really, does. really fucking powerful, so it amplifies that. So what happens if, like, does, does, like, Gandalf ever put it on? Or, like, any of the... What if Sean Bean put it on? What would that do to him? I presume if Gandalf put it on, it would be, like, plus 50 to magic, but change of alignment to lawful evil or whatever. Potential you. change of alignment. That's what he worries about. He doesn't know, mm. uh, but because, you know, Sauron's a is on a similar level to Gandalf in terms of, you know, strength. But with Saruman as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, Saruman similar? is as well, yeah. And he got um, he got, got by Sauron, so, you know. Yeah, he got got and he didn't even have the ring. Yeah. So Gandalf doesn't want to risk it. <laughs> That's fair. I what wouldn't. a loser. Um, I mean, I don't think I would. But Gandalf has one know. of the elven rings, though. Oh, right. Does, Does he? he wear yeah. that often? All the time. Like on a night out? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm amazed he doesn't mention that. No. <laughs> the, the... He doesn't like to draw attention to it, you know. I feel you just bring that up in that conversation, just generally. <laughs> the... Oh, have you seen my new? Have you seen my new ring, bro? No, but just if you're going on a big quest to kill like the ringmaker and rings are involved, as, as with like a direct link to, hey, Sauron made the rings. Do you have anything else to say about it? Nope. <laughs> no, 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 not me. They they generally go under the radar a lot. These elven ones, uh, like the dwarven ones, really. Galadriel has another, and Elrond has the final one. Wait, is that, is Elrond Agent Smith? Yes. Okay. Hugo Weaving, yeah. Yeah, but only in despair. <laughs> That's what the ring does for him. <laughs> <laughs> it puts him in the matrix. It it empowers the power of Hugo Weaving. <laughs> Crossover his face even more terrifying. <laughs> his eyebrows slant even more. <laughs> yeah, he looks like Hugo Weaving, and then he puts it on, and it becomes the Agent Smith laughing. <laughs> my power is triple. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is my favourite face. That's yeah. good. I, okay, I'm glad I know about about the rings and how somewhat pointless the fact that they they're actually surprise, are. Surprisingly prominent in the stories that they never get mentioned. Yeah. The we. M- we meet the character, all three characters with the Elven Rings, and none of them at any point say that they've caught the Elven Rings. I guess rings. maybe it's like like hinted at by the fact that they're like the bosses, so like they're more powerful. I guess I don't know. I am. I, I, I am fairly sure Galadriel mentions it in the book. Oh right, okay. okay. Yeah, uh, that's the thing. You tell me to read a book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially yeah, that James, book. James especially can't that, read. Yeah, it's a hefty boy, and I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, but so so overall, you've got the Ring Lord there. The, the it takes hundreds of years to become a wraith uh, for men. In in some early manuscripts, Tolkien did say, like, have an idea that there might be dwarf wraiths or elf wraiths or goblin wraiths, uh, but he didn't run with it. And th- then Shadow of War comes along. Popular <laughs> video game 
Yeah. Uh, that scary is scary spider right at the about, start. It's great. About domination. It. I I enjoyed them. All those special orcs. Yeah, you just Assassin's Creed, but in model. Yeah, um, it sounds and great. A lot of a lot of orc torture. <laughs> really, I really, really want to get into it. It's just that there's a massive spider at the start who I know turns into a sexy lady, but I I'm not willing to wait that long to be honest. I just, it's a big spider, too scary. Did they they try to justify that from law as I remember? Uh, yeah. Like ev- everyone, everyone rightly came out when they saw that and went. Come it's on, actually guys. Tolkien yeah. did write that the spider turns into a sexy lady in those specific words. Actually. Yeah, he wrote her measurements. <laughs> in <the notes> <laughs> <laughs> Along with a few uses of the word. <laughs> but they they tried to make like a justification that like she was. <laughs> Something like she was born from another spider who could shape. Tolkien was the who... first person to say the clap of her ass cheeks <laughs> keep alerting the guards. <laughs> oh Christ! Sorry, continue. But she, like they said something like Shelob was born from a a famous spider who could shape shift yeah. or something like that, and that was their justification for giving her the sexy lady form. Right. I mean, I guess if you can shapeshift. I, I think I if know. it's... Sauron could shapeshift and he wasn't a sexy Well, lady. I think if your justification is that tenuous, just say you're making it up from full cloth and, like, don't mm. don't be embarrassed about it. Be like, we've done a video game and this is for the You're gamers, not playing sorry. this for the story, you losers. You're playing it for orc torture. We all know this. Stop dissecting it. So, sorry, we have, what does happen in, in this one? Ben, we keep, we keep <laughs> no it's it's very similar um the game is very you know trigger happy with bending the law and the ring law is a large part of the game so the ring race who we've just covered you know they take hundreds of years to be corrupted and for sauron to persuade them and take them under his control until helm hammerhand gets his hands oh. on one of the rings of power he sounds hard uh, he he is uh, a real. I say real. He's not real. He is from Tolkien's history. Okay. okay. He's a, a former king of Rohan. Right. And the fortress of Helm's Deep is named after him. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, oh, like Helm. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's his deep. He's. Oh, wow. Anyway, Helm Hammerhand, unfortunately, according to Shadow of War, was assassinated. Oh, rest in peace. Uh, a rival king fell in love with his daughter. Oh, God. And when his that daughter happens. introduced this fella she'd brought home to the kingdom of Rohan, there was an ambush. Oh, dear. And Helm was shot, I believe, by arrows. Jesus Christ. What? And, and this guy was like, still reckoned he could. Marry his yeah, I, I feel the best way to appeal to this girl is to murder her <laughs> father. That's not, yeah, that's not my first gambit in the in the dating world. I've I've heard probably I've had mixed results. <laughs> is she cool with it? Like, I I don't know. If, if I'm honest with take, you, take um, all sorts. Some of us are. <laughs> it's because it it's you know video game lore. It's not. Yeah, it doesn't go too deep. It's not into not it. robust. Yeah. Um, Tolkien did not make this up. <laughs> no. Um, but when Helm was dying with arrows coming out of him, protruding from his body, uh, who turns up but Anatar, that is ah. Sauron in disguise, yeah. along with Celebrimbor, who is the kind of chief elf ringmaker. Right. And they give him one of the rings of power then. Oh, that's nice. Which instantly revives him. Oh, is, oh. is he, well, is he insta-wraith? Uh, he's not insta wraith. He's insta angry though. That's fair. Angry about surviving or angry at the people who murdered him? Uh, yeah, yeah, very much the latter. Yeah. So um, yeah, he he goes, he grabs his warhammer and tries to strike <laughs> his assassin. Grabs his warhammer. Wait, so this this is all out. like within the span of thirty <laughs> seconds then. <laughs> Clearly. Like, he, Clearly. He gets backstabbed, and as he's falling over, Anatar steps forward and just, like, catches the ring on his finger. And he just stands <laughs> right back up and goes, Right, you fucking got it coming. But it didn't work out for him. 
his daughter tried to stop him. Oh, did she get? And he struck oh, her he down. Got, she got in the middle. Oh, he struck her down as well, killing her. You could just—I don't know. That seems like. I'm a... guessing that's an accident. Yeah, that was an accident. Cause get she... her out. Just push her away. <laughs> you don't have to kill her. I mean, mid-swing of a Warhammer, I'm guessing, you know, like... Yeah, no, I'm, I'm blaming that it. one on her. If you stand in front of yeah. someone who is in the middle of swinging a hammer, you shouldn't be surprised when you get hit by a hammer. I mean, he's All called right. Hammer Hands. I'm you should expect here. this from him. <laughs> <laughs> that is true, to be fair. He, <laughs> he's literally warning you on his passport. Yeah. All right. All right. That's fine. Then he got really angry, <laughs> as if he wasn't angry enough. And, and then he started... Uh, he, he killed the assassin, and then he tried kept started killing his captains, people right. who were trying to stop him. They they were trying. They were like, "Hell no, mate! I, I want, he's not worth it." I want put your hammer in. If he hit his daughter. <laughs> leave it, mate. Leave it. It's not I'd worth it. I'd have loved it if he'd hit her, and then as she's falling over, he takes the ring off and catches it on her finger. She gets back. Up. <laughs> <laughs> she angrily kills someone else, but then it's like, "Oh shit! I better revive them," and it just keeps going round. Yeah. So he that that's a very different story of how the ring corrupts. Right. Right. So that a different uh, ring. That is one of the rings of men. Apparently. Okay, so that that's their take on how that particular king gets the ring, then. Yeah. Okay. Um, despite the fact that Helmhammer Hand was born, I think about four thousand years after Sauron gave out the rings in the books. It'll just fudge the timeline a little bit. I mean, it's yeah. Fine. What's four thousand years between friends? <laughs> <laughs> is that one of those um, things that, like, speaking as a Tolkien fan, Ben? The, the 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 fan community was like, oh, I can't believe this. Just to... oh, they they are very angry about this. <laughs> um, about, about Helm Hammerhand, I can't think why. There's a similar story with uh, two is, two ringwraiths called the Nazgul Sisters. Oh no! Who killed two ringwraiths? They were sent by their dad, who was a king, uh, to kill two ringwraiths and retrieve his rings. And on that the way, like they succeeded. Idea. They succeeded. Uh, and on the way back to their dad, they got corrupted by the rings. Oh, God. That can't have taken that long. You know, it's, it's a, a very big long walk, journey. But... Very... Well, it takes like 500 years, right? And they just got they corrupted got, on, the way, got, on the way back from Asia. They got very lost. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the worst one in Shadow of War, though, uh, was Isildur. He, I remember him. He's the, the I've heard that. He's name. the one that beat Sauron, right? Yeah, he he chopped the ring right off Sauron's finger. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, it's really impressive. Um, <laughs> does, does but Shadow of War piss on him? Yeah, he 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 is at the volcano. You may remember this from the film. Mm-hmm. Going to throw the ring in, but then the temptation overcomes him, and oh, he can't yeah. can't destroy it. And then he's ambushed on his way back home uh, to, I don't know, men, land. Is it ministry back in those days? I'm not sure Probably. it is, but you, somewhere You're asking us. Like, I wouldn't yeah, no, it was rhetorical for, for the fans. Ah. You, can, <laughs> you can tell me. For the fans shouting um, that you got it wrong. Yeah. But after he gets, you know, shot, ambushed, killed, and is, uh, in the films at least, floating away down a river and the wandering is lost... He's given another of the rings of men. <laughs> what you got to do over? Wait, who gave it? <laughs> because Sauron was was chopped at this point. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure with this one. It might have been Celebrimbor still about. That that seems like a plot point you'd want to have hammered out. Yeah, the game does not like explaining uh, continuity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So he, so he's an. an maybe, maybe he found one of the ones that the dwarves lost that they dropped it. In a... <laughs> so if he'd have just chucked the ring when he first chopped it off, Saren's hands. If he'd have just chucked the ring in the in the fire, then like all of this would be chill. Wouldn't have happened. Ah uh, yeah, yeah. So they... I would I would have done that. I built different. All the rings of power. You absolutely would, would not, James. You are the most I'd suggestible person I know. <laughs> I... <laughs> That's going straight. Any level of peer pressure and you crumble like a biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not peer pressure. It's a ring. What's it going to tell me? 
I mean that <laughs> chuck it in the fire. I don't I think if it corrupts like everyone else, I doubt you'd be the resistant one. I'm built different, bro, don't worry about it. God, that that's a trio of films <laughs> I'd struggle to watch, I'll be honest. <laughs> the James of the Rings. Oh. Yeah. Ben, do you have two truths and a lie for us this week? I do. Oh, goody goody. What a truth. Um, the these are um slightly going away uh we're following the the kind of path of non-canonical uh adaptations mm. of the lord of the rings uh rather than the rings themselves so more video games and movies and tv and that and comics that kind of thing these are all from one movie okay that was never made okay <laughs> in the 1970s oh boy uh, what a man called John Borman oh, that na- wrote a script. That name sounds familiar. He he did. I think it was called Excalibur. Oh yeah, I've heard of, of that. I think I might have watched Merlin-y it. film ago. that a lot of people watch and go, ah, this is what he would have done with the Lord of the Rings. Right. Movies. Okay. <laughs> right. Um, I've not seen it, so I can't comment on that. But I have read the script. Was it? Oh well, that's his Lord. Need. His Lord of the Rings. Movie. So was he trying to do all three? books in one film it had an intermission to oh, be fair Christ. um the, it's still an ambitious project though he he kind of just ignores the second book <laughs> i i a little bit of sam and frodo from the second book is in there but not a lot else um, <laughs> yeah for instance, when when Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli are chasing Merry and Pippin, who have been taken by orcs, uh, they see the their tracks go into the evil forest of Fangorn, and then they kind of say to themselves, "Well, we can't really help them in there. <laughs> fuck off to Minas Tirith." Not that heroic. <laughs> but what this film is most uh, known for this this script, should I say, uh, is how sexy it is. What? It is erotic to erotic. fan fiction levels. Okay, now oh, okay. I that sounds terrible, but I guess it sort of makes sense for the era, which I sort of remember as being a kind of a sweaty time for fantasy. Like, <laughs> I mean, Conan had been around for a lot longer, but that was very much like a sort of early Dungeons and Dragons era of like, you know, bikini armor and. You know, sort of bulging muscle and so on. So I yeah. guess the Lord of the Rings adaptation of that era would be equally sweaty. It it takes it to the extreme. Oh, Galadriel's boy. only role <clears throat> is to have sex with Frodo. What? Frodo? She is one of the most powerful beings on Middle Earth. And she's willing to settle. And they <laughs> they, they get they get to uh, Lothlorien where she lives and everyone just tries to flirt with her and then she has sex with Frodo. I really wish this film had got made. <laughs> Do you, Joel? Why is because that? Because what I would love is to see... Would you love to watch that scene? No, what I would love is like when there are fans who are sort of unhappy with stuff like The Hobbit, I'd show them <laughs> that and go, you could have been so much worse. One final example before we get to the truths and the lie. Yeah. Um, when Aragorn resurrects Eowyn after she's killed the Witch King, he wakes her up by giving her an orgasm. What? What? Uh, and this, I believe, is a quote from the script. After a moment, she moans and her body writhes, trapped under Aragorn's great weight. When he feels her stir, he rises, lifting her Wait. with him, enfolding her in his arms, pressing her mouth and body to his. Is he fucking her then? It, yeah, kinda. And it, and considering it's a kinda. And considering it's a resurrection, she was dead when he started. Yeah, there's a word for that, Mister. <laughs> that's that's not behaviour I want from the future king of Gondor. Mm. Well, tough. Well, he can get away with it. He's oh, the king. No. You know? power I- corrupts early. I have got some some behaviour from Aragorn. If you want to get straight into two truths yes, and a lie, I'm, I'm super. Tell me, Aragorn. I'm super excited to behavior. hear more about this film now. First of all, Boromir and Aragorn share a kiss. Okay. Oh, wait. Which one's Boromir? Is that Sean Bean? Yes. yes. Oh, lovely. Your second option, uh, Saruman ends up as a street magician. 
<laughs> okay. And thirdly, uh, the film introduces a character called Trotter, the only <laughs> hobbit to wear shoes. Do they not wear Blasphemy. shoes? Blasphemy. No. Oh. No, I, they've, their their feet are like they're not just hairy, but they're like tough, right? They're kind oh, of okay. leathery. They're like shoe feet. Okay, probably so got... probably because they don't wear shoes. Which yeah. came first, the, the <laughs> shoelessness or the tough feet? Oh, that's true. Actually, if you stop wearing shoes, your feet will get tougher. Exactly. What I like is that his name is Trotter, which is the name of a kind of foot. Yeah. yeah. So so right. So we've got we've got Trotter the Trotter the shoe, the shoe wearer, the, the blasphemer. <laughs> who I presume was exiled from the Shire immediately <laughs> for his deviant behaviour. Yeah, and you've, you've got, got far off. You've got Gay Aragorn. What's the couple name? Arab Aramir. Aramir. Bo- yeah, Borgon. that's the shipping Bar- name. Borgon, yeah. Borgon. Take, there's take some, there's some good ones in there. Yeah. And what was the second one again? And Saruman ends up as a street. Saruman's a street. I, I, I like that, that one. That one. I that like that true. idea as a as a kind of. Like a humility thing. <laughs> yeah. For him, that's definitely a fate worse than death, right? He's now just got to do the cup game. Like, for, for so, his days. so who makes... Does Gandalf make him a street magician? He just kind of ends up there. So <laughs> They um, don't explain it. Yeah, this is right right at the end. Thro- Frodo throws the ring into Mount Doom, runs back down the mountain, uh, and then everyone's chanting like, Wait, Aragorn's king, we're saved. And it cuts to Saruman, and he's doing that, uh, you know, the cup and ball yes. trick, <laughs> but with um, three orc helmets. <laughs> oh, very good. And, oh, and a marble. Um, and a marble. So I'm guessing the logic for that is that if all his power is coming from Sauron at that point, when they took it away, he's just reduced to, like, shitty... Yeah, like he's got a little bit magic. of power left, yeah. but it's only really enough to. I can, I can do the helmet living. trick, and that's basically it. He can like yeah. guess what card you're holding, but like can't yeah. actually like <laughs> suggestions in your head to control you. Yeah, my my favorite bit about this one is um, he he glances up and gives an apologetic smile. <laughs> <laughs> then Gandalf Aww. shakes his shakes his head despairingly. <laughs> And walks away. Yeah, like, oh, that's Saruman. Like, Dude, you, Saruman, oh, you him. killed a lot of people. Frankly, <laughs> stop being trying to be so charming with this. Like, oh, yeah. entire stinker. Yeah, he's demonstrably a huge dickhead. Like, I... okay, I'd, he's less so there. less so in this film because he only enters the film in the kind of final twenty minutes. <laughs> I guess this is the massively <laughs> abridged version. <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, then we've got so so. Right. What brings Aragorn and Boromir close enough that they that they share a kiss? Shared love of Gondor. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you're closer than you might think. Oh no. Um, they they're actually coming to blows. Um Oh, um, they're, they're having a bit of a scrap over the fate of Narsil, oh, the, yeah. the smashed sword uh, that cut the ring from Sauron's finger. Enemies to lovers. Um, yeah, Boromir wants to take it to Minas Tirith. Aragorn's like, nah. And they're, they're kind of dueling with the shards a bit. Whoever's got the hilt clearly has an advantage. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, yeah. holding a sharp piece of metal. Um, it's going to hurt your fingers as much as whatever you're stabbing. <laughs> but at that moment, Arwen appears. This is in Rivendell. Um, <laughs> what, Aragorn's girlfriend? Not, not in this version. Oh, okay. <laughs> in this version, she's not a 3,000-year-old elf. She is 13. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Uh, and she declares that each shall keep one half of the sword. Oh, come on. Uh, they, they bow to her. We will and split she, the sword in half. Then she kisses the sword... Ow. I guess drawing than... blood, Ow. drawing blood, and kisses both of them. She she's thirteen. The sword. She's th- there's she's so sword. much odd and weird and uncomfortable about this. She kisses the sword, like I, deliberately, I guess, to draw blood. Yeah, like... yeah. It's kind of an oath to bond the two, uh, okay. to make them make up, kiss and make up. I guess. But she's thirteen. Uh, and then, and then it just says like both men are moved. And Boromir weeping kisses Aragorn, <laughs> cementing a blood bond. Oh, okay. So it's not like a it's not like a real like tonguey one. They're not like it, 
I mean, I don't know how they would have filmed they, it. They, but... Yeah, I mean, actor, actors are going to do yeah. what they do in the heat yeah, of the scene. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And frankly, with this film, I would absolutely believe it would be a tongue kiss. There's <laughs> like a little bit of lip biting and all that. Like. I, I honestly imagine it would just, you know, become oral sex, frankly. <laughs> okay. maybe, maybe I've got it wrong. They weren't fighting. They were already shagging. Okay, and, and what was the last one? Trotter, the only hobbit to wear shoes. Okay, okay. I like do they, Trotter. Do they explain why? Um, yes. Trotter is uh, a hobbit known as Fosco Boffin. Uh, <laughs> but his nickname is Trotter because of his wooden shoes. Oh. When he was oh, so young... he wears clogs. Yeah, yeah, clogs. When he was younger, he, he ran off to follow Gandalf into the woods and ended up a bit of an adventurer. Oh, okay, right. we've met we've met fellas like that before. Precisely. What Trotter's role is in the film, he replaces Strider, which oh. is Aragorn in kind of disguise as mm. a ranger to lead the hobbits to Rivendell. That, that seems like a weird addition, considering that they're trying to cut this down as much as possible. I think the thinking we... was that just cut out they don't want the, the yeah, I, the Peter Jackson made uh, films made Aragorn a very reluctant hero, which is not the case in the books. Mm. He's more than happy to take up the mantle. And I guess coming from Strider to that, like the rags to riches thing, they were trying to avoid that. He's just always there, ready to be king, ready to lead them. Right. You don't need the character development. Okay. Yeah. Why? Why get? <laughs> yeah. Why get bogged down? You know. What I mean? Yeah. Exactly. Character development takes time and effort. You could just not do that. Yeah. We've got a, orgasms to have. Clogs on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But <laughs> it becomes apparent that Trotter isn't wearing clogs. He is a double amputee, and has wooden feet. Right. What? Because he was tortured by Sauron. Ow. Jesus Christ. Now that is kind of uh, an early thing that happens to Gollum between uh, the first two chapters of The Lord of the Rings. He loses his really? feet? No, he doesn't lose his feet, but he's tortured okay. a lot by Sauron. Yeah. So I assume that's where they drew <laughs> they, they uh, were like, apart from. This guy gets tortured. And then, does, does, like, does, does, the, does it have any effect on him? Like he's just a kind of normal guy with shoes on. Like it doesn't turn into like a Gollum type. No, no, because the ring. Turns not everyone who's tortured Gollum. turns into Gollum. <laughs> oh, that's true. But by Sauron, that's not like, what made him Gollum. Well, but I mean, he's tortured by Sauron. You know, that's that's quite a big deal. I yeah, guess it, it doesn't fuck him up okay. much, other and, than the physical uh, uh, sense. Other than, okay. Okay. So, so James, what are you thinking for the for the lie? Right. So I'm gonna. And it was either Trotter. Trotter, kissing. blood kiss, or uh, party magician Saruman. Or party magician. Okay, I'm keeping party magician Saruman. I like okay. that a lot. I want that to be real. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna. I think the lie is. I think you're lying about the kiss because I, I don't think I don't think in the seventies you can't you couldn't do that. Okay. Mate, have Panic. you seen the seventies? <laughs> <laughs> I I believe okay see you're you're staking on the kiss I think Saruman is the like I want it to be real I really want a cheeky ain't I a stinker Saruman at the end <laughs> doing like shitty children's magic but I think everything I hear about the tone of this movie makes it <laughs> seem like this dark sexually charged nightmare <laughs> Uh, to be Where, fair, yeah, they would do that to a thirteen-year-old in this, so this horrible I, movie. So I am pitching that Saruman, the street magician, is not real, and that's where I'm putting. All right, do tell us, Ben, who's who's in the right. There's quite a lot of pressure here because usually you just, you know, there's one of you, and yeah. you've got two chances to be. You're both wrong. Oh, oh wow! So there's okay, no you trotter. made up Trotter. No, I didn't make up Trotter. Oh, shit, trotter sorry. was an early prototype of Aragorn from Tolkien. What? Oh, okay. From from Tolkien's notes. Aragorn he... was going to be Trotter. <laughs> yeah, a, a hobbit called Trotter. Oh, I didn't trust my own lying abilities. <laughs> so you, you drew from a new... Oh, okay. What could have um, been? 
Yeah, but, but the um, other two are the, the other, other two, two are, are true. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, that's fascinating. I, I'm very excited to see Street Magician. I wish Sarah to Man. God this movie had been made. <laughs> I mean, the script is very accessible on Google. We can I'm do looking... a petition, right? Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> like a, a a crowdfunded version wouldn't get shut down hey, too fast. Hey, MGM <laughs> or Amazon. Very, I mean, how, how old is Tolkien? Is he is he public domain yet? Like. Uh, no, <laughs> I mean, I mean, he's not. Not this film because this was written in the seventies. I assume that renews that the rights of Tolkien are with someone. Oh god damn it! No. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait. Yeah, I'm, well, I'll I'll wait for this. <laughs> we'll um, direct this film when we're one hundred and four. Yeah, the copyrights is expired. <laughs> yeah, when we're 104, and uh, to be fair, if we we get the rings of power, we have got several several centuries to uh, yeah. before we turn into yeah. rings. Uh, God, can you ima- can you imagine directing? Better orgasm of Aragorn just to come <laughs> back to life. <laughs> Put some passion it, into it, Boromir. Imagine more blood, more good. kissing. That good at having sex that you can resurrect with it. I genuinely cannot imagine that for so no. many reasons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so much for that, Ben. That was a phenomenal experience. What a bloody treat you've been. And uh, yeah, make sure you follow Ben on social media at Ben yes. Sledge. Oh, no, go get on his Twitter. Do you have anything follow. else you want to promote, Ben? Any projects? Any sites? Anything? Or no. If not, Fair enough. Out. That's cool. Uh, I, I didn't even you. really want you to mention my Twitter, but that's Joel's bit, isn't it? You know, um, follow me, sure, follow me. All right. Um, yeah, you can uh, follow me at James McLaw. You can follow uh, Joel at. Uh, follow the follow the show at 10 plus podcast on tiktok instagram and twitter and joel's gonna be giving us a little treat next week um, yeah it's gonna where be are you taking us i'm i'm diving into a lore as deep and robust as tolkien's <laughs> as, I'm, <laughs> as i'm gonna be tackling the deep mythos of scooby-doo scooby-doo <laughs> no seriously where's my glasses uh, thank you very much for listening thank you and... all and thank you ben yeah, thank you very much, me. Ben. It's been a treat. See you next time. <laughs> I might have got that wrong. Because um, there's... Don't, don't... That's pretty normal. Well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I listened to your Harry Potter getting, one. That is... I was literally... <laughs> Have I got a lot wrong? Li- go, uh, <laughs> listener, go check out our Harry Potter podcast <laughs> and find out, find yeah, out everything I, actually, I got Actually, I got... <laughs> Speaking of James, someone told me the other day there is a spell that does like magic music. So oh really? Fucking got me. That is oh, a okay. key plot yeah. point in book one. Uh-huh. Uh, also, the bit about the magic food appearing—that is the whole plot of book five. Is it? That is Hermione's plot. Oh, okay, right. Well, you—you you very nearly made me relapse into my teenage. Potter yeah, fandom. well, you know, well, that's the thing. I have to out someone as like caring enough about Harry Potter lore if they want to have a go at me for it. <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna <laughs> the the trap. The trap is baited. <laughs> I uh, I was so close to explaining everything wrong. I was like, I can't.